Hello, I'm Mark Tweddle. Welcome to another episode of You Tell Your Stories, where we share with you stories from our storytelling classes. You can learn more about our classes, both online and in Burbank, California, by visiting youtellyours.com or watch our Facebook Live sessions most Fridays on the You Tell Yours Facebook page. This week's episode is going out just before Thanksgiving. Now, I don't know a lot about Thanksgiving, it's not a British thing, but I hear it can be a very tricky time. So here's Catherine Zukowski with a helpful story of perspective for you. Okay. About a little over 23 years ago, back in Chicago, my friend Eileen and I went to a play called Cannibal Cheerleaders on Crack. And this was an X-rated, real dark comedy, over-the-top characters. And one of the characters had a scene where he was completely in the nude in a theater about this size. So after the actors came out and took their last bow, he was now dressed in a leather jacket and jeans and boot, and his long dark hair was flowing down his back, and I said, now that's a look that catch my attention. So I asked my friend Eileen, I said, you know him, right? And she said, yeah, that's Circus Shalevsky. I thought, what? She said, yeah, you heard me, Circus Shalevsky. But forget it, he's engaged and he's crazy in love. And I felt this loss, it was really strange. So about a month later, I'm back at the same theater with the same friend for the opening night of Fat Men in Skirts. <laughs> well, Circus is there as well, but this time he's in the audience in support, wearing a plaid pleated Catholic girl's skirt. <laughs> so now, this guy's named Circus, I've seen him naked, he's wearing a skirt, I've got to meet him. <laughs> so my friend introduced us and we chatted and he was very charming and that was about it. Later in the summer, on a really warm August night, I was in my apartment and I just felt like if I didn't get out, I would miss something really important. And there was supposed to be a meteor shower visible over Lake Michigan and I'm about two blocks away, so to the beach I went. But it was too bright, the city lights were too bright, I would have needed a boat. So on the way back, as I was passing the bar in my corner, I just glanced in and it looks like it's that guy's circus in there. So I walked in and sure enough, he was there with a couple friends and he recognized me and said, Kathleen, come on over. Well, I told him my name is Catherine, but actually I was kind of impressed that he got that close. It's not like my name's memorable like Circus. Well, that <laughs> night we discovered that we had a lot in common. We're both Polish and Irish. We're the youngest of our siblings. We share a lot of the same tastes in movies. I've never been on stage naked, but I do wear skirts. I was concerned that he was six years younger than me because a 36-year-old woman that has a real secure job as a legal secretary has different priorities than a 30-year-old man who's an actor that has very insecure sources of income. But we were definitely interested. And in fact, we were so involved in our conversation that we never noticed that his friends had left. And it turned out that the woman that he was engaged to had had called it off for reasons he had yet to understand and that day was the day he was supposed to have gotten married and so it had turned out as a it started out as a very horrible day for him but then I walked in the door and so I knew there was a reason why I had to get out of my apartment so our relationship blossomed and we weren't exactly the uh, likely couple but we definitely had a future and it worked except now circus had to meet Rudy Rudy is my father, and he is a big, imposing man that can just suck the air out of a room like that. 
He is, was self-made. He graduated from the School of Hard Knocks and had no tolerance for anyone that didn't fit into his worldview. If he was alive today, he'd be making America great. <laughs> so, so, when my, so when my mother told him that I was getting very serious about an actor named Circus, he did not share my joy. <laughs> and he made it quite clear he wanted nothing to do with it. And this really pained me because as my older brother and sister experienced, when you make choices that Rudy doesn't approve of, he cuts you off. And I didn't want to be cut off. I mean, I disagree with my father's politics, with his climate denial, with who he thinks should and shouldn't be his neighbor, and who he thinks I should love. But he's my dad. And this is my family. And I want both men in, these, in my family. And I wanted it to work. So with the help of my mom, the fateful day was going to be Thanksgiving at my aunt and uncle's house. A little more neutral territory, sort of, but definitely chaotic, so it caused distractions. So on the way, on the train, on the way to the, on, out to the suburbs, I coach Circus. Actually, I beg him, please take your earring out. The ponytail <laughs> is going to draw enough fire. And my dad's probably going to insult you first thing just to throw you off balance. Just laugh. <laughs> and you will, I'm sure, hear many things that are going to be so offensive during the day, but just, you know, just don't respond. It's not worth it. And he assured me, of course, that everything's going to be fine. You know, hey, I'm just going to be myself. I'm, you know, I'm not ashamed of who I am. I'll just handle your dad the way I handle my mom. No, my God, <laughs> it's going to be a terrible day. So we get to my aunt's and I peek through the window on the door to make sure, you know, kind of get the lay of the land before I get in. And there's my dad. He's right there. He sees us. Now Circus and Rudy are face to face. I, I can't breathe. And before I can say anything, Circus just blurts out, I thought you'd be taller. <laughs> well, I have lost all illusions that I'm in any control. And my dad answers, well, I'm standing in a hole. And he looks at the bowl in Circus's hand and says, you brought your lunch? Her aunt's been cooking for a week. I never mentioned Circus is vegetarian. And Circus says, well, it's, it's tofurkey, and you're welcome to try some if you'd like. My father looks at me in disgust and turns to leave the room with a dismissive wave of his hand and says, you better eat some meat, pal. You're as thin as a bacon strip. Circus responds, well, if you are what you eat, that would make, I would make, stand to reason I'd be a celery stalk. So in, the next, so in the next room where everyone else has been hiding, I hear, did you hear that jerk? Tofurky. So I'd like to say things got better, but they really didn't get worse. And so about a year later when we got married, we eloped. <laughs> so about five years into our marriage, and about a year before my father passed away, uh, they had already retired and moved up to Wisconsin, and I was visiting them on my own. And out of the blue, my dad says, it's really a shame you and Circus didn't have kids, because I think you would make great parents. Well, I was flabbergasted. I was waiting for the other critical shoe to fall, but it never did. And it's really clear to me that the men in my life are at the extremes, but they have two things in common. I love them and they love me, and it works. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed Catherine's story. Our storytelling techniques are a practical way to help get yourself heard. Head over to youtellyours.com for details of our classes and events, both in Burbank and online. You can listen to this as a podcast at podcast.youtellyours.com or find it on iTunes or Google Play Music. 
And don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube channel or the podcast. You can email me at mark.youtellyours.com if you have any questions or requests. 